So this episode is just a short update, two months in on my fitness journey to getting in the best shape of my life. I talk about setbacks, personal frustrations, progress that I've been making, changes to mindset, and an epiphany I had that would actually be obvious to every single person but me. Now, before you listen, can I ask you just a quick favor? Help me help others discover and benefit from Midlife Mastery by taking a few seconds to leave a review. And leaving a review is simple. Just go to lovethepodcast.com slash midlifemastery. That's lovethepodcast.com forward slash midlifemastery. And on that site, you can do just a quick star rating. And by the way, five stars, always appreciated. Or leave a few comments on what you enjoy, why you listen, or even just who your favorite guest was. This feedback helps me know how to make the show even better for you and helps the search algorithms highlight the show for others who would enjoy it as well. So thank you very much for taking that time, taking just those few seconds to leave that review, and let's get started. So a couple of months ago, I decided to get in the absolute best shape of my life for, for a lot of reasons, but one of them being just simply, if I don't do it now, when am I going to do it? I've been thinking about it for a while. I have definitely not been in the best shape of my life for a while. So let's get going with it, right? I, I started working with Kevin English of Silver Edge Fitness. You may have uh, caught earlier episodes. He was a guest on the podcast. I've been a guest on his podcast. We click pretty well together. And so he's been giving some updates from the coach's perspective as he's been working with me on diet and on exercise. And it's been a little while since I gave an update. So if you recall, I was making pretty good progress in my first couple of weeks. And then I had some setbacks. So uh, my daughter ended up with some health issues and in the hospital. And I can't say my diet was on point during those couple of weeks of stress eating. And about the same time, I hurt my back. And so I had to really, really dial back on the exercise. And that would have been a place where it would have been really easy just to return to old habits, right? Already stress eating, not really able to work out. Yeah. And I really wasn't feeling all that on track in part because of that. Even the, the past several weeks after those events had passed, my back's feeling better. My daughter's doing better. I still really wasn't feeling super on track, but sometimes it's good to just pause and reflect and look back on things because I'm doing better than I thought I was. And so there's several reasons I didn't feel on track. And I want to share what, what I've just been learning along the way uh, about myself, about the progress, and, and maybe you can relate to it and help you in your own journey. So for me, if I'm not making massive progress, it's really, really easy for me to dismiss it. I'm putting the effort in. I'm not seeing life-changing results. And it's easy to get discouraged there and have it just kind of fizzle out. And for me, the pattern is more take a day or two off and that day or two turns into three or four, turns into a week, turns into two weeks and it's history. And so it wasn't feeling just like massive progress. It, I had these setbacks where I knew I wasn't making as much progress. Like I knew I wasn't lifting and exercising the way I could when I'm feeling good and feeling healthy. I knew I wasn't totally eating the way I, I need to be eating. Like if you'd said, Brock, when I look at your actions, when I see your behaviors, uh, I don't think you would say, man, you're, you're, you're all in, or at least that's how I felt. I felt like I couldn't come to you. I couldn't go to Kevin and say, yes, I am hundred percent all in on this. Like I'm, I'm pretty in, 
I'm kind of in, but not necessarily all in. And so, but here's what I've been learning as I look back on things. One, I've been making progress where I wouldn't make progress before. And what, one way I just mentioned in that I'm continuing on, have a plan, sticking mostly to the plan, even with setbacks. Uh, I normally wouldn't be making a lot of progress on weightlifting in the summer. I live in central Texas. It's hot here in the summer and I have a garage gym. I work out in my garage, got, you know, I'm having decent facility at home, but it's easy to come home and go, oh, it's really hot. I'm going to put it off till tomorrow. So having a plan has really helped me stick to that and be much, much more consistent about lifting it in the summertime. I'm no longer doing mindless eating. In fact, I, I may have mentioned this before, you know, Kevin defined mindless eating for me as, you know, when you're standing in the pantry, eating tortilla chips, trying to decide if you want to eat tortilla chips or not, you know, you just kind of get your hand in a bag of something and you're eating it like, should I get this? Should I get a snack? I don't know. What do I want to eat while, while continuing to eat? Yeah. I used to be able to do that a lot. Come home, just grab a handful of something just as a snack before dinner. Not really doing that anymore. So my eating is much more conscious. And then I also have been seeing more steady long-term progress. And that's really where this is. So rather than in the past, I've been on, you know, I'll get in shape now. And for a month or two, super committed, super focused. I think we're at about a couple months right now. And seeing progress, not like huge, huge, but seeing steady progress, which over the long-term is what I'm going for. And in fact, I've given myself outs before a little bit, like, hey, I'm going for long-term progress, so I don't have to be like, you know, fully committed. I've just got to be mostly committed. And that sounds like a cop-out. And I think there's some truth there. Now, I need to dial up that level of commitment. I'll, I'll talk a little bit about that in a second. But so being able to see kind of this steady long-term progress. So let, let me summarize it. So I'm at a weight right now where in the past six years, I've only been at this weight or lower twice below twice before past six years. Normally I hover in about a 10 to 20 pound range. So my weight can fluctuate and it's mainly actually the, the middle 10 pounds is where I stay. Sometimes I'll drop down to that bottom five pounds. Sometimes I'll get up to that top five pounds, but for the most part in that 20 pound range, I stay in those middle 10 pounds. So I'm about 10 pounds out of that. And so I'm now within five pounds of completely breaking through to well, really the, the lightest I've been in, in six plus years. And it's hard to describe. That's almost a different mental state. It's almost a different identity about myself, almost a different way of seeing myself, right? I, I don't, I won't be able to see myself in, oh, I weigh, you know, this much because in my brain, it's in a completely different category. And so that, there will be some challenges there because shifting identity is always a bit of a challenge, but that's really, really powerful too, to never see myself as that weight that I was again, but to see myself as this new weight. Also, clothes are fitting better. I'm going to need a new belt soon. So that's a sign of progress. Another sign of progress is my blood pressure has dropped down into really a, a very, very normal range. I, I think I mentioned before that I was wanting to see my blood pressure drop, but it wasn't something necessarily Kevin and I were, were focused on. It was just something that I, I figured would be, a, you know, as I get in a better shape, as I'm eating, eating better, that will just be a side benefit from it. And it was one of the first gains that, that I saw, which was fantastic because it was at a level that I wasn't comfortable with, a level that I was really probably needing to do something different and 
somehow throughout this progress and throughout this process, through changes in diet and how I was eating and getting more exercise, I, I'm not 100% what it was, but I have noticed a difference. And so that's pretty awesome. I, I, I love that. So it's not just weight, but it is a another health indicator that I'm on my path on the way to getting in the best sh shape of my life. I've seen enough progress that my wife has been inspired. So she's doing some things different and she's really encouraged by the change that she's seeing. That's all really good progress. And when we think about things over time, it's kind of like you never notice your own kids growing, but your nieces or nephews, if you haven't seen them in a while, they just shoot up. Yeah, we, we don't see the progress when we're in it. So it's good to pause and reflect on that progress from time to time. Now, I did say that I want to talk about not feeling all in. And I actually had to have a conversation with myself about that. You know, like, what am I not feeling all in about? Can, can I pinpoint what am I not doing? What am I doing where I'm just feeling like I'm holding back? And I realized that it came down to, to one thing. My diet isn't totally on point where I want to see it. Um, still getting a lot of, of protein from processed foods, you know, protein bars, protein drinks, those, those sorts of things. Not terrible, but would I would certainly like to move more to whole foods. I'm still drinking way more caffeine than, than I would like to. Not the end of the world, but it's a change that I want to make. So th those are small changes. That's not really, I feel like I'm holding back on. You know, I wasn't really hitting my calorie targets. In fact, I was several hundred above where I wanted to be. So for me, I know at about 1,800, 2,000 calories a day with some exercise, I lose weight pretty steadily. Just past experience, when I'm not watching my calories, it's really easy for me to eat 2,600 plus. And I've been kind of hovering around the 2,000, edging up to 2,200 calorie mark. So everyone's different. That's just kind of kind of for me, just sharing that to, to give some perspective, I realized that the one thing that had me feeling like I wasn't all in was just nightly beer with dinner. And it sounds silly in retrospect, but it's one of those things that, you know, empty calories. As soon as I cut that out, my calories drop right where I want them. So that that's an easy, easy fix. And you might be asking, well, why didn't you do that before? I mean, it's obviously, it's just empty calories. It's liquid calories. They don't contribute anything. You know, there, there's other reasons, at least for me, if I have a beer with dinner, I don't always make the best food choices because I got to tell you what pairs with beer well is, is generally not salad. It's more pizza. It's nachos. It's burritos. You know, those go really well with beer. So if you're having a beer, kind of, kind of look, kind of start craving those foods, maybe at, at least I do. So not, not only is it empty calories in itself, but for me, it also encourages eating things that probably are pushing my calorie counts higher than, than I would want them to be. And where it was really weighing on me was just kind of a willpower thing. I know it wasn't on the diet all through the day. Don't even think about it. Driving home thinking, man, long day. I'm tired. Yeah, beer sounds good. I'll, I'll stop and grab one, you know, and, and for one day, no big deal. But when that one day is a habit, well, that's getting in the way of where I want to be. And it, it's just kind of the, the, this, I don't know, comfort food. Uh, Stephen Pressfield talks about the resistance. If you've ever read Turning Pro or the, the War of Art, he talks about this, the resistance. That's the part of us that fights against change. 
that's the, the part of us that wants us to stay right where we are and can throw up some really compelling arguments to not change and, and really keeps us from moving forward. And I, that, that there's reasons we have this, but it's something we fight. And, and so every night I just felt like I was giving in to the resistance. So it's stupid. A few hundred calories. And, and for you, it, it may not be beer. It may be Ben and Jerry's ice cream. It may be uh, some other food. I don't know what it is, but just kind of that one thing that you hang on to. Well, I think this was just kind of the one thing that I was hanging on to that that resistance was just gripping on. And as soon as I realized that it wasn't like I was letting myself down on all fronts when I was feeling like I wasn't all in, but it was like this one stupid thing. Boom. Like it, it was just this weight freed off of my mind, really easy to change, really easy to do. And suddenly I'm feeling way back on track again. And I just find that interesting that it was this one minor change that was keeping me from really feeling like, man, I'm all in, I'm on track. I, I've got this. As I mentioned, I, I'm hoping that you're able to take something from this. If it's just the idea of focusing on the long-term if it's the idea of sticking to the process, even when there's setbacks, if it's measuring the progress that you've made, looking at the gains you've made and not the gap from where you want to be, because that gap can be really, really overwhelming. It can be staring into the abyss. But if we can focus on the gains, we can see the progress and think about it long-term and just know that, okay, I just kind of need to make a tweak to get back on track. And if there's one place that, that you're just feeling stuck, it may be worth having that conversation just to figure out what it is for you. Where are you feeling not committed? Where are you not feeling all in? Where do you feel like you're just hanging into that comfort zone with a death grip? So anyway, as I wrap this up today, I have been needing to update. And if you, you can catch the updates from Kevin's perspective, he calls it Coach's Corner, does it every couple of weeks or so on his podcast, on the Over 50 Health and Wellness podcast. I really, really encourage you to check out his show. And we're going to leave it at that. I, I've, I appreciate the encouragement I've been receiving. I, I appreciate the accountability just from knowing I'm going to have to turn the mic on and, and report back. And so for me, that there is that sense of uh, accountability. And I, I've probably been not checking back in because I, I wasn't feeling great about where I was. And now I'm feeling much better. And I've owed you a check-in. So here it is. Wherever you're at in your life, whatever you're trying to do, let's get started. <laughs>